Let's take a look at the markets for you. And now on Money News, the market wrap. Well, the ASX ended lower, but only just down six points or 0.1% to 6,000 to 7,000 rather. I keep going to say 6,000. 7,659. That 86% fall in profit for BHP saw its share price down, but not as heavily as the rocks it digs from the ground, down by 1.1%, which is not bad considering. And with the price of iron ore also falling overnight, it wasn't surprising to see Rio Tinto down 2.5% and Fortescue back by 2%. The biggest loser, though, was Star Entertainment, down 20% after the news I brought you yesterday that the gaming giant is on the verge of losing the licence for one of its two Sydney casinos and Star's also put an indefinite hold on delivering its profit results. Metal recycling company Sims couldn't turn trash into treasure with its results. Higher borrowing costs, inflation and lower trading margins saw its net profit down with shares down 9.7% to $13.10. News of the ANZ takeover of Suncorp. It got the tick and it weighed heavily on ANZ's results, down 2.1% to $27.88, its worst daily drop since May last year. Suncorp shares, though, leapt by almost 6% to $15.29. The telcos, the best performers, and Car Group was also uplifting 2.6%. Across all of the movement today is Henry Jennings, Senior Investment Analyst and Portfolio Manager at Marcus Today. Henry, do we have you with us? We do indeed, Deborah. How are you this evening? Very well, thank you. It was a bit of a ho-hum day on the markets today, but not dull with the company news and with that ANZ Suncorp merger. Riddle me this, though. How does it work, Henry, that ANZ got what it wanted, but it still saw its share price go down? Um, Well, as you say, Deborah, a bit of a ho-hum day at the index level, but it is like the little duck paddling away furiously. You don't see much on the top, but there's lots going on underneath. And today, that ANZ news, I guess... Now, the market was uh, a little bit surprised, I guess, in some respects, because I suspect they were thinking that maybe the ACCC or the ACT, the the, uh, Competition Tribunal, which is the next step up, would knock it back. I guess the problem for ANZ is they've now got to convince the market that they're paying the right price for it. And it does seem as if Suncorp are getting a better deal in terms of getting rid of that banking business, which we've seen it with Bendigo and Adelaide. The regionals really are struggling to compete with the big boys. So the question is whether ANZ are paying too much for that banking business. Shane Elliott was quite keen to uh, say that it's not actually a done deal and there's still a few more hurdles to go. Um, But certainly that was the reason, I guess, that ANZ fell, maybe paying a big price Things have changed, I guess, in the banking sector. And this is, you know, this this review has been going on for a long, long it has. time. So the landscape has changed significantly, I guess, in terms of competition. So maybe ANZ is paying a little bit too much for that banking business. Now I'll be speaking to the CEO of Ansel shortly, which has seen its sales and profits slump with. COVID demand for all of its protective medical gear falling. Sonic Healthcare, which has the big pathology and radiology clinics around the country, also did pretty badly today. Is it a tale of the end of COVID for both these medical companies? Yeah, I think it is, Deborah, to be honest. I mean, Ansel uh, had a lot of uh, stock that they had been troubled with. Uh, They probably took a little bit too much on board, hoping to, uh, to sell it during the COVID. And Unfortunately, that hasn't really worked out for them. So margins have been under pressure. Sonic as well got that big boost during COVID, of course, with all the testing that we were doing. And uh, they are both probably suffering a little bit from the COVID hangover 
Uh, certainly, Sonic were talking about lower end of guidance, etc. You know, it is a big international business. It's got operations all over the world. But uh, unfortunately, it is suffering at the moment from that post-COVID hangover, as is Ansel. And I don't know if you're into your off-road camping, Henry, but ARB, which sells all the four-wheel drive accessories, did really well today. What's the story there? I think we all know what the story there is, Deborah, and you can see it every day when you're driving around town, can't you, with all the with all the utes that are tricked up. With kitted up. Yeah, they're all kitted up, the Ford Rangers, all those um, all those off-road vehicles, the Azuzus. Uh, it's uh, you know it's it's going gangbusters. Toyota Land Cruisers, Toyota Hiluxes, etc. You know they they've done deals with uh, Ford whereby you don't even have to go to an aftermarket place to get your ARB stuff. Ford will do it for you effectively. You know it's all part of the package. So it's pretty shrewd marketing, and of course it it all plays into our, our dream of the open road, open spaces, and going out there. And many of us do, and uh, it's it's been an absolute bonanza for ARB. And and again. You know, as we sell more and more new cars and uh, we are in our utes and our four-wheel drives, it's just going to continue, I think. It's certainly something that no one seems to be um, cutting back on yeah. in terms of spend. <laughs> I, 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 I've shaked my head. You know, I see uh, seventy, eighty thousand dollars 80000 utes with all the tricks and they've got a P-plate on them. Yes. Pimp my ride. All right. That's what they're doing. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. And look, I know economists always pore over all the details of the Reserve Bank board minutes and they were released today. Still not ruling out more interest rate hikes, which has a lot of mortgage holders very worried. Got to be a lot of companies also concerned. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess it's a two-edged sword. A lot of companies are in pretty good shape, actually, Deborah. Um, I, I was quite surprised. I, I must admit, I don't really pour over RBA minutes. I, I have other things um, <laughs> more pressing, but economists obviously do. But I was quite surprised that they contemplated a rate rise. Um, clearly, we're going to be behind the eight ball in terms of cutting rates, and we probably will see rates elevated for longer. But um, it was a little bit of a surprise. Companies, though, interestingly, there was one the other day, and I think it was Cochlear, uh, that were talking about their buyback. uh, And they were uh, cutting back on their buyback. One, the share price had gone up too much. But also, they were quite happy with the money in the bank because it was earning a good rate of interest. Mm. um, Which which is is a nice problem to have. It's a nice problem to have. And a lot of companies are in pretty good shape in terms of their balance sheets. Not much debt. And during COVID, they managed to... uh, shared expenses, build up those cash piles, etc. So there are many an Australian ASX listed company that does have a big pile of cash sitting there. And uh, buybacks is one way, of course, of getting rid of it. So is uh, dividends. Uh, we saw that today with BHP. That was the fourth largest dividend BHP have ever paid, mm. by the way. Interesting. Um, so, you know, companies are, are pretty cashed up at the moment. So some are feeling the pinch, probably more in the, um, the property trust, the real estate investment trust, sector but generally balance sheets of corporates are in not bad shape and and they're probably benefiting from these higher interest rates yeah well we'll let you get back to your dreams of off-roading good on you henry thanks so much thanks deborah always a pleasure thank you henry jennings there from marcus today